your source for cruise news and planning. From Royal to Disney, this is Rope Drop on Deck. Welcome to another Rope Drop on Deck. I am Doug McKnight here with Michelle McKnight. And Michelle, it's been a heck of a weekend, hasn't it? Sure, we were just in South Dakota. Yeah, South Dakota in November is always recommended. Um, False, no, that's no, not no, true. don't go north. It, it's deceiving. It says South Dakota, but we went north, Michelle. Well, that's because our state is lower than South Dakota. But the weather was actually beautiful this weekend. So It wasn't bad. It was uh, 32 degrees when we were outside waiting for a cross-country race to start. Yes, the Nike Cross Regionals we went to in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Eight gazillion people. Much warmer this year than last. Last year it was like negative eight, eight? I don't know. when you best. got there. It warmed up. By the time we were done, though, last year, it warmed up to a balmy zero degrees. So this year was much preferred. Um, and Alden ran well. It was fun to watch. Uh, he did not qualify for national. Spoiler alert. <laughs> we like, did not. Like you have to get it. the top five, I think. Someone said top two, but it turned out to be the top five. That's insane. The kids that actually win and go are... The top two teams. Top two teams, yes. So, it was fun. Claire had her first basketball game, but we were in South Dakota while she was playing basketball. Um, Good weekend overall, though, wouldn't you say? Yeah, busy, and I didn't get a lot done No, we were busy. We were busy. And next week, uh, this upcoming week, is All-State Band for Samantha. So, Sam is playing the trumpet for the second year in a row at All-State. Yep, and then we go on a cruise. Yeah, doesn't stop. So let's get on with the show. The show this week is about verandas, but before we get to that, I want to mention how, Michelle, it has been a year of rope drop on deck. Did you ever think we would get to this point? No. Many times I was ready to sell it to the, you know, highest bidder, which would have been zero. (laughs) Someone would buy this? What? No. We should market it. Who wants to buy Rope Drop on Deck? Let me know. No. Uh, Um, We made it. We did. Yeah. um, That's about all we can say. Yep. Thank you for listening. We wouldn't be here without our listeners, I don't think. Is that what keeps us going, the listeners? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) why else would we do it? I don't know. So thank you for everyone that's found us over the last year and continues to download the show and give it a listen. Uh, so we appreciate you for the last year, and hopefully we have many more years to go. We we like cruising, so I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there you go. On to everyone's favorite part of the day. And we, we discussed that in lieu of Apple Podcast Review today. But please leave Apple Podcast Review so we can read them on there. Five stars. Thank you. All right. Anyway. Word of the day, Michelle. Anchor. Oh, it's just one today. It's word of the day. Of and course it's one I don't know how word. we haven't done this one, but... I don't think we have. I think most people know what an anchor is, so... Do they? Webster says, It is a device usually of metal attached to a ship or boat by a cable and cast overboard to hold it in a particular place by means of a fluke that digs into the bottom. What's a fluke? We're going to have to define words within the words. A fluke, huh? That must be the angly, pointy thing. I just read the definition. That's my job. Yeah. I don't have to describe it or explain it. I just read it, what, what Webster says, so you know. So, anchors, yes. Um, cruise ships actually use their anchor um, when they're in certain ports. Ports where we have used an anchor, Michelle. Let's see, where, where have we used an anchor? 
Grand Cayman. Grand Cayman. Um, Can. Can. Yeah, that was one. Uh, Santorini in Greece. Can was in France. Uh, Grand Cayman. I think that's it. Those are the only ones we've. Yeah. Yeah, I've done a few more You've... on other cruise lines. Where else have you done? Well, Great Stirrup K for Norwegian doesn't have um, a dock, so you drop anchor there. Or Great Stirrup Key. Great Stirrup K. Key. It's a key. Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. Anywhere else? What about Labadee? Labadee has a dock. Okay. So Great Stirrup. All right. There we go. Anchor fascinating word on to the news your cruise news brought to you by back to the mouse.com go click on over to back to the mouse.com check out his little calculator on the least expensive cruises per night for disney cruise line comes out the first of the month michelle yep it sure does yeah so go give that a check if you're in the market of looking for a christmas present you can go see what the least expensive one is here and, and it's uh, least expensive per night. Per night, I said yeah. per night. Okay, so you just said expensive. Yeah, yeah, least expensive per night because so those transatlantics, the Panama Canal, they wind up being some of the least expensive, don't they? Yeah, the longer, like especially if it's in during the school year. Yeah, long cruises. Yeah. yeah. So go check those out at backtothemouse.com. All right, on to some news. Port of Galveston is one step closer to completing or creating or making terminal number 16. It's not actually the 16th terminal. They just cruise terminals are numbered weird because it takes up lots of space. Yeah. Anyway, um, this terminal is going to be for MSC eventually, but the board of trustees voted to approve $5.3 million for the engineering and architecture contract. So basically they said, give us the blueprints. They have approved that, and uh, the plan is to build a terminal building, a parking garage, and supporting infrastructure. Michelle, how's this feel for the overall growth of cruising in Galveston? Well, I think Galveston's really gone on the uphill. Like, it's really became more favorable ever since Royal Caribbean started cruising, like, alert um, Oasis-class ships out of there. Yeah, I think so, that made a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, and this is happening faster than they thought it would. Their goal was to add this fourth. It's the fourth terminal in Galveston right now. There's three. Their goal was to have it done and completed by 2030s. And they say 30s, meaning their goal was a 10-year window, which, I mean, talk about a project manager's dream to have a, here's they, your decade to hit. Can they come work on our highway? I mean, That's who's working on our highway, too, is just try to hit it somewhere in the 2020s. No, the people that are going to get it done. That's who I want to work on. Oh, well, this is not. Their their goal is the 2030s, but the, it's moving forward ahead of time. Evidently, the, the land or the pier, whoever, something became available sooner, so they're able to move forward earlier. So um, there you go. MSC Terminal could be coming online sooner. And, you know, I'm not 100% sure if it's going to be MSC exclusive or it will be used by other cruise ships but as well. But we'll, we'll see. But there you go. $5.3 million um, already check is written. The project is expected to cost around $140 million. So there you go. All right. Next news. A bit of news. World's busiest cruise port shatters passenger record. So Port Canaveral has uh, overtaken Miami in the last couple of years to become the busiest cruise ship 
passenger. And for 2023 uh, financial year, they hit 6.8 million cruise passengers. So this was stated in the State of the Port event held on November 8th. So there you go. In 2022, um, they had about 4 million passengers. So this is a little bit of an increase, isn't it, Michelle, from 4 to 6.8? I mean, math says yes. <laughs> you, you didn't need to add color commentary to this? I don't know that you needed me to tell you that it's gone <sighs> up. Sorry. You know, I like I, to get your opinion, though. You All asked right. me if it was going up, and I says yes. I yes. said yes. I says yes. <laughs> so um, it generated operating revenue this last fiscal year was $191 million, and that's up from $127 million in 2022. So that is just huge increase. So it's... Uh, it's growing and they're i mean they're building more and more and more and more there you go port canaveral continuing to grow all right on to our last little bit of news black friday is coming michelle it, it is yep people look for deals on black friday i i think black friday deals are always a buyer beware sort of thing they're always I feel like I'm always being lured in by something. But let's talk about a couple deals that are out there. For cruising, Virgin Voyages announced that they will be offering a 30% discount off cruise fares on all sailings with departures from November 16th, 2023 through December 31st, 2024, which sounds pretty crazy. It says all sailings. I don't know that I believe that. I don't see an asterisk or anything on that. It's all relative, though, because it's how much did they mark it up or how much did you pay originally? Like, if I, it's right, just, it's all relative to what you want to purchase. Yes. So that's Virgin. Let's move to Cruise Line that we talk about a little bit more. Royal Caribbean. They have some Black Friday promotions, um, and the availability of some offers may vary by ship and by itinerary. So there's lots of asterisks and italics and just question marks here. And some of it, it says 55% off, really big, but it's off of cruise favorites. What on earth does that mean? So that would be like a beverage package, um, some excursions, um, onboard activities, internet, specialty dining, you know, things like that. Yeah, so Royal Caribbean's discounts look more off of like beverage package, onboard activities, internet plans, dining packages, um, 40% off the Lines VIP Pass. Is that where you basically are paying to be treated like a up a higher class of cruiser? And the spa that would, treatments... That would be the key. It should be the yeah, key. I don't know key. why it says VIP I, Pass. They don't have a VIP Pass. It's the I, key. I just read the news. That's how it's printed. Thank you. All right. Uh, also, discounts on photo packages... So so the good news is if you've already purchased these for your cruise, you can go ahead and purchase another one and cancel your old one. Um, but you have to, you know, get the refund. Um, Royal Caribbean is not going to change, uh, move your payment from one deal to the next. So yeah, that's yeah. what's different about Royal and Disney. Disney, they don't charge your card until you're on board. Royal, they charge it right when you book it. So I pay for my internet now, not when I'm there. Correct. Yes. Okay. 
So if you're going to do these Black Friday deals for Royal Caribbean with internet and those things, you got to be ready to purchase it. It will actually charge your card. Just in case you're new to Royal Caribbean from Disney, that's uh, important to... All right, well, Royal Caribbean has lots of different things, so I guess you're going to have to look at your specific sailing and your specific stuff. Uh, what other cruise lines, Michelle, might have some Black Friday offerings? Well, you're going to see it from basically all of them. So I deal with Royal Caribbean, Norwegian, and Celebrity. They all have a Black Friday preview currently. I'm going to tell you that it doesn't necessarily mean your cruise is going to go down. If you booked your cruise with a good deal or already have already have it booked you most likely have the best deal sure we'll check for the this updated sale to see if you know we can save you some more money but but honestly booking early is your best thing right now i've checked some some reservations lately not with the sale necessarily but i've checked some and they've literally already saved a thousand because the cruise jumped after they booked it so it's not because this new sale they've but they Technically, in my book, they're saving money because they've already booked it and locked in their their low rates. So take every cruise Black Friday sale with a grain of salt. Um, that's based on availability, based on you know capacity as the ship fills. The prices change usually. So just know that it's not going to drop everything that you already have booked. We sail on Black Friday. I'm guessing we're not going to be able to apply anything. Um, no. <laughs> and if your cruise is paid in full, you are not applying a discount to that. And there, you're also not getting onboard credit like you did during COVID. It's that's oh, done and over. Yeah. So onboard credit for everybody. Yeah. All right. There you go. Black Friday. So it sounds like some of the best stuff might be drink packages and internet, unless of course that was part of your booking package. You know, like Norwegian always has those. Well, Norwegian does free at sea. Yeah, free at sea. So they really aren't. You can't buy discounted stuff. You already have free. I mean, they don't. Theirs wasn't on like a cruise planner type of sale oh, okay. though. For off their Norwegian account, that no. Okay. Um, I'll just be quiet. However, free at sea has that asterisk. It's not really free because you do have to pay the gratuities for the servers and the the bartenders. So, just I have I have a lot of people who bypass the free at sea for the beverage package because they know they won't drink enough to even pay for the gratuities. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. On to the show. Let's talk about verandas. When to veranda is the show and why to veranda, how to veranda, we're going to veranda. So the first question is what type of rooms, just to give kind of a, a background here, have we booked and stayed in? Because we are not veranda-only people, are we? No, we've stayed in everything. We haven't done a suite yet, but we're going to do that next week. So, yeah. Um, we've done inside Ocean View and verandas. So. so just to clarify, inside is inside the ship, no windows, no outside light. Inside. Right. Ocean View is a window where you can look or view the ocean. Right. Veranda or balcony or deck or whatever they may call it is you can open a door smell the sea air right sit out there with your little table and chairs maybe right okay i'm right you yep. don't say right to me that often i know so. i was just milking it so we've stayed in all those types uh we're not like firmly in love with one of those types would you say 
I would say nowadays we do more balcony than anything else, though. So Do we? Yeah. Is that just because that's what we fit in at the time, or is that because that's what you book for us and I'm unaware? So lately I've been doing the math, and it just seems to, like, it's it's just, in my opinion, it's not that much savings to do an inside room, so I'd rather be able to open the door, see what the weather's like, like, feel the okay. ocean breeze. Well, we'll talk about those things later. Yeah. All right, so... How much can verandas vary from one type of veranda to the next? It sounds like, it seems like ships have lots of different types of verandas. Uh, different lines have different type of verandas. How many kinds of verandas are out there, Michelle? I have no idea. The limit doesn't exist. It's it's insane. Yeah. And through the different cruise lines, I mean, you have like a sunset veranda on celebrity i don't understand the name of that because they can't guarantee you see the sunset right. like do they turn their ship around every night right so um, is it off the aft it's off the aft yeah. yeah like just call it a rear end view i mean that doesn't sell well though <laughs> nope no i mean so you have those kind you also have um like royal caribbean on the oasis class ships you have um, central park balconies and you have boardwalk balconies yeah where you're looking inside the ship yeah right? And so people from across the way can see you. Mm-hmm. People down below, depending on how high you are, can see you. Mm-hmm. People up above on the pool deck type levels, right, can look down at you. Mm-hmm. More so than they already do. They look down at me. But don't. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Um, so that's Boardwalk Central Park views, right? right? Verandas, right. Then, but inside. And then Icon of the Seas is going to have a surfside balcony. What's that mean? Well, it's like a new neighborhood on the Icon of the Seas. So can't wait. Hey, yep. Is it just overlook the Flow Riders? Um, not this. No, not the. Flow that would riders. make sense. It's surfing. No. Um, and then you have Celebrity with Infinite Verandas. Those are kind of cool. Kind of a newer thing. Yeah. Like instead of regular balcony doors, the window it's like a garage door of glass, right? No. Yeah. 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 I, it's glass or plexiglass or something. Something. Um. When we stayed, when we were on the edge, we stayed and we had one. And so the balcony is essentially part of your room. So you actually have more square footage. The door doesn't actually open like a regular door, like Doug was saying. Um, so the, the balcony is actually just part of your room. Then you open it. They still have a table and chairs, but then you open it and you just sit where yeah. you would be in your room. And there was also another way to close off the balcony. Yeah. So like if someone was sit on the balcony, smell the sea air, hear the waves, but yet someone's like, "Ew, keep your humidity out there." You could still close it off with like other doors that like flipped out of the wall. It was very complicated. I just played with the buttons a lot. Um yeah, you did. Um you also have obstructed view balconies. So um that's like the type of seat I get at a baseball game behind the pole, obstructed. I mean, basically, right? So Royal, Royal Caribbean, not sorry, not Royal Caribbean. Um, yeah, Royal Caribbean on its um, Quantum class ships has an obstructed view balcony type. Like that's okay. an actual category you can book. Um, Does it so, Disney call it navigators? Uh, it's not really obstructed. Oh. So the Oof, splitting hairs, aren't we? Right. So on. On um, Royal Caribbean, on these kind of this class of ship, it's basically the 
the lifeboat getting in the way. Oh, so you can't see freely yeah. to the water. Some are better than others, but like it's you'd still have to, one category. you got to look at the distance to see the water. Right. Not straight down off of your... Well, and you might have a better view if you actually go out there and can turn your head or something, you know, but... Okay. Like, it's possible it's going to be viewed, but they let, or about blocked, but they let you know that. So, a, ver, a navigator's veranda uh-huh. generally means there's like a cut out, or it's like steel? Yeah. So, like, sometimes there's a porthole that you, you can go out there, you still have the full veranda, right? But then you don't have like plexiglass and a clear view. You might have like steel ship cut out with a window that looks from the side, people are going to think it looks like ocean view, but it's actually... But there's no glass in the porthole, right? Right, and it's, you know, an actual balcony. Um, and then there's there's other ones in that category that are just kind of kind of not... Don't have, like, a clear view of the of the water either. So, okay. so that's navigator, right? Is that all the verandas that we got? Oh, no, there's, like, giant ones. Extended verandas. What about that aft veranda, the rear-end view? Extended that was, veranda. I like my word better. Extended um, veranda. Rear-end uh, veranda. No. It was huge. We could have had, like, a dance party out there well, if need, we danced. They, needed more, they need more chairs, in my opinion. Like The two chairs just look so sad. Yeah. Um, Disney also has – so that's Disney Cruise Line that we're talking about. Sorry. Um, Every ship's a little different, too. And then also – for their extended verandas, sometimes they're on deck five. I believe it's five. Um, I think it's five. So they also have them. So like on deck six, you can actually look down into those. Yeah, that's right. We right. could. Yeah. We were on six. Uh-huh. We had to fix the flag. Yeah. Well, we didn't have to, but I felt obligated because the flag was on our veranda. And it kept getting stuck on the railing of our veranda. Yeah. And then Disney also has some with... with um, white wall verandas instead of plexiglass wait what aren't those called navigator no oh navigator is an an 07 or 07 class i'm yep. talking about the, i'm talking about the 06 again. class of disney ships okay so that's literally the plexiglass veranda i was talking about steel before remember yeah. that uh-huh yeah so verandas are not created equal <laughs> what about like are there verandas with hot tubs Oh, yeah, there's, yeah. I think every cruise line has those now. You name it, you can find it if you have the money for it. Probably, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Maybe not on every ship because some of the ships are older, but pretty much. Okay. All right. Do we get a hot tub next time? Uh, no. I don't like hot tubs, so no. Sorry, But if Derek. it's on your own veranda. <laughs> nope. Jeez. No fun. All right. Let's talk about what do we like about verandas? What are the things that kind of we enjoy about having a veranda? Because I don't know that you use it. I actually do more than you know. When I'm asleep? Yes. Oh. Yeah, so. Okay, we're all going to learn things here, guys. (laughs) So I like to hear the ocean, and I like to, um, I'm not a breakfast person, but we do get, um, Room service lots of times on Disney ships. and some, Room service breakfast. Yeah. Um, and so they'll deliver it to the room. Doug's either sleeping or in the shower, and I am I can eat it on the balcony. Oh. So there you go. See, I, yeah. And sometimes, like, when we're pulling into a port and I let Doug sleep in, I also sit out there and take pictures. But there's other times we pull in the port and I'm eating breakfast out there while we pour in, pull into the port. 
Well, I've already been up, though. For, like, hours. Yeah, okay. so. Mm-hmm. Salt put out fires. Yeah. So, like... basically, you like to hear the ocean, and you like to go out there to avoid my snoring. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you like about a veranda? I like to be able to see what it's like weather-wise. Like, I, you can always tell, like, the high later, right? But you just don't know what, like, the temperature feels like, so. Yeah. All right. I enjoy watching when we come into port, just how different every port is. Watch them throw the lines, watching the ship get tied up, watching them move, you know, goods on and off. Because you, you get to see your lunch or dinner coming off and on the ship, your garbage go off, your food come on. Um, and all the ports, stuff is moving. Uh, the gangways get out. I really like watching us leave. I think that's fascinating. Uh, especially if you get to watch the pier runners from your veranda. That's always fun. Pier runners. Good times. Um, I don't know. And the the best, though, is the sail away from your home port. Because a lot of times, like in Port Canaveral, there's people waving. Um, there's port cams that you can wave at, too. It's just kind of a, a fun event. Yeah, I like to like be able to go out there and not have to like be dressed for the day. I know other people would just go around the ship anyway, but yes, there's I'm people more... that wear their pajama pants everywhere, and that's fine. I'm just not one of those people, so being able to like be on the on the deck in my pajamas is fine. Sometimes you also like to listen to other people's conversations outside. It is fascinating. <laughs> um, if you had one of those Central Park or Boardwalk uh, verandas, would you, you be going out there in your pajamas? That's a no. No, it would have to be an ocean view room for me to do that. And yes. basically everything you just described that you like about a veranda, you don't have with a central park or... You can still hear the ocean outside. Depending on where you're at. I mean, if yeah. you're on a lower floor, really close to the midship, I don't think you would. Um, on the Oasis-class ships... I guess you get the weather. The, yeah. The boardwalk view, um, you can see the aqua class or the aqua show lots of times. Sometimes there's obstruction there, but um, some of the balconies, you can overlook the uh, aqua show, aqua theater show. I really enjoy eating my breakfast out there when we do the room service breakfast. I think that's probably my favorite part of a veranda. Um, Also, when we were in... Italy, we got to see uh, Volcano Stromboli, mm-hmm. right? Stromboli, yeah, from our veranda. And I don't think we would have seen it otherwise. We would have totally missed it uh, just because of the time of day and everything. And that was pretty cool. It's like a little island that's just a giant volcano. Mm-hmm. And some reason, people live on it. Mm-hmm. It's like, whew, decisions were made there. Mm-hmm. Decisions were made. All right, so that's what we like about a veranda um, do our kids like anything in particular? I think they like eating breakfast out there because then we don't yell as much if they drop something on the That's true. You just the floor. It. <laughs> uh, it's not as, yeah, you can't make it. Well, you the can mess pick, doesn't you can matter. Pick it up you off can the pick ground, it up. Yeah. right? But then you don't have it's, that. You're not walking in it. Yeah. I think that is a good, a good point. They also are more introverts. Well, the girls are, um, more introverts. So they, you know, they can also watch or, or like, wave to people and mm-hmm. they don't have to be up on the pool deck. Yeah, like with everybody for, else waving. Or sailing away. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go on to what we don't like about verandas. Michelle, what don't you like? The wind? Mm-hmm. I don't know about... I, the wind, some like, the Caribbean in the summer, the humidity. 
Um, that was one thing I didn't like about the infinite veranda on Celebrity is when you actually opened it all the way up. We were in the Bahamas. And as soon as you did that, the TV fogged over. Mm, I was yeah. trying to watch a movie. And you're like, I'm going to go on the infinite veranda. And then I couldn't see the TV because yeah. of the fog. <laughs> First world problems right there. Um, I think, yeah. So the things that we liked about seeing the weather, mm-hmm. we also don't like. Right. True. Um, in the family staterooms on Disney that are for five, the pull-down bed, the Murphy bed, kind of comes down in front of the door, so it's really hard to get to. Yeah. That is a complaint I have about a veranda. Yeah. But let's be honest. The biggest thing I don't like about a veranda is it costs more than not a veranda. Right. The price would be the... That's it. Yeah. That's the biggest that... It costs more than an ocean view. 100%. Yeah. The biggest downfall. All right. Let's talk about what cruises you would like to book a veranda for like are there certain itineraries that it means more to have a veranda than others well alaska that's a big one that's i would you you should get a balcony if you're gonna get it on any other um yeah if you're ever gonna splurge and spend that money for veranda alaska is it you're saying yeah maybe norway as well yeah that would be good too iceland yeah what about, so we've done Eastern and Western Mediterranean. So um, I would say the Greek Isles, veranda. We were going to be an inside stateroom until they kerfuffled our room. Yeah. And Gre- I think that yeah. really paid off. Greece is pretty. Yeah. It's not industrial like. Other than like yeah. Athens. Like, no, Crete was actually the only yeah, industrial no. port we were in. Yeah, unlike our other Mediterranean cruise. Yeah, the yeah. Barcelona, um, Rome, Rome, Florence. You don't need a view. There's you're looking at nothing really exciting. Can Monaco that area? Sure, but go to the promenade. Go to um, the pool deck. Yeah, for one port. Is one deal. port. The yeah. other ports not not really worthy of it. So you can save a little money on a. A Western Mediterranean compared to the Eastern Mediterranean. Greece, Greece is pretty. Uh, the Caribbean, I don't know that you need it for the Caribbean or the Bahamas. It's fun, but I would say a river cruise. Aren't they all on river no. cruises? Nope. Those there ships are, are big enough to have inside staterooms. No, they have ocean view. They have <sighs> windows, not ocean view because it's a river. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um. Yeah. So is I mean, that that's not something we talk about a lot, but um. Definitely, I I mean, especially if you're, like, looking at castles and other things, mm. it'd just be good to, you know, watch from your room. Yeah. So. Okay. So, Alaska, Norway, Greece, yes. Um, the others is kind of more optional. It's yeah. nice, but you don't need it. Yeah. More like the others. All right. Um, anything else that you like to mention about booking a veranda before we wrap things up here michelle um if you're traveling with family you can connect them lots of times lots of times not all the time but lots of times though they can the stateroom host can unconnect not un yeah some it, there's like a little door and, in between yeah. them out there it's that, not really a door it's like a panel yeah yeah. Every now and then they can't though because there's like structural steel yeah. between them. Yeah. Or sometimes they just aren't working. There's that too. Like what? Yeah. Like 
trust. I don't know. There's there's some things that have prohibited some people from getting connecting verandas, but but to begin with, you'd have to have rooms that are next to each other. Yes. The rooms don't have to be connecting technically. Right. No. They do have to be next. You can't yeah. connect with someone else between you, or if you're right. on different decks. Just to clarify, you, they're right. not going to build a slide from deck seven to deck five to connect your verandas. Yeah, and usually you need to be the same category or at least – so, like, Royal Caribbean has different categories, but they're, like, made for, like, two people versus three people. So those actually still can connect. But, like, if you have an ocean view – well, I'm thinking, I don't know, I'm thinking of Disney. Like, a family ocean view versus mm-hmm. – with a veranda versus just a – Ocean View. Well, with Ocean View doesn't have a veranda, so that's what Disney calls them: deluxe okay. family Ocean View stateroom. Gotcha. With veranda. With veranda. Yeah. But it, the family versus just the deluxe, deluxe family or deluxe—that's like, yeah. Okay. So you can connect your staterooms. That's our last little bit of fun trivia about veranda. So hopefully today you learned <laughs> why to veranda. I think that was the it's question. Like this is a speech team. Like why to veranda? Here. Yeah. Why veranda? You veranda? I veranda. We all veranda. Anyway. Anyway, if you'd like to follow us online, we are on social media at Rope Drop on Deck on all of the things except no TikTok still. No, no TikTok at this point. Maybe someday. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, and if you'd like to book a veranda or not a veranda, you can email Michelle at michelle at touringplans.com. And that's Michelle with two L's. And two E's. And two E's. <laughs> and an M. And an I. Oh, jeez. Hopefully you can put all those letters together at touringplans.com. But that's all we have about verandas and why to veranda. So for Michelle, I'm Doug. This has been another Rope Drop on Deck. <laughs>